0: And hoagie's garage tonight tobe how we doing
1: well sitting in my damn kitchen again it's snowing tobe people might want us to
0: stop doing a podcast
1: <laughs> well i'm starting to get concerned
0: oh. you even
1: switched it up one night here a couple weeks back and switched us to a thursday night and we got snowed out on a thursday night so i don't know
0: i know i, know. I... But for the second time I've had the sweet uh, sweet pain pulling team you know they won their championship yep. and uh, we're two different times we had the whole families together and we were gonna go there and yeah, it's snowed out both times so we'll we'll work I, something out. We'll get them on but uh yeah it's it's what it is Tobe.
1: I'm thinking the only people that are in favor of what our podcasts are right now are the seniors in high school. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to make up the days.
0: That's right. That's right. So, but, uh, Hey, kind of, you know, there for a while. I mean, I told, I worked, you know, I, obviously I worked hard at school, but, uh, you know, I also tried to send out a few quick text messages and stuff and, Tried to find somebody to come on tonight since uh it wasn't gonna work to go to the shop and just do one over the phone, and I struggled and hey finally here, uh probably about seven thirty uh got a hold of Tyler Swanktobe so we're gonna have Tyler Swank on tonight.
1: Well, that that should be a lot of fun. I watched his David Gravel YouTube thing, and he, he's he's gonna be fun to talk to. I believe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, but yeah, Hey, when we come back, we are going to have Tyler Swank on like to thank Octane Inc from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers, and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, You name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343 it is 800 east prescott in t south dakota
1: and again they're just great people to work with hey we're back at hoagie's garage with tyler swank um tyler just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and how things are going um i am
2: Tyler Swank. I'm five ten, about two twenty five. I'm good looking, blue eyes, blonde hair, single. Um, no, this ain't a dating app. No, Oh, this is right. I Okay, I got confused I got I confuse you with something else. Uh, <laughs> no, I just work for uh, the car Aaron Reitzel drives, and Brian and Lisa Ridge are the owners, and we're developing the Toyota engine. And I got three girls and. One's a school teacher. Her and her husband is about ready to have my first grandbaby. And the second one's a senior in college. And the uh, youngest one, we were just filling out her financial bull crap. So that's pretty much it. I remember, remember it was trash night a little while ago, so I slid up the driveway bringing the trash can up there. So that's, you know, being here in Iowa, I don't... I don't think we're getting as much crap as you guys are, but we already got the ice part first, so that
1: just that kind of trumps snow a that, little bit. That's worse than snow by far. I mean, yeah. I don't like snow, but I'd rather have snow than ice. Yeah, I think I'm the same way. The snow. I'd rather have sunny in 75, but... Yeah. Well, partly cloudy. I like a few clouds. I ain't into too much sun. My skin burns pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. you're up there. You're pale. You're pale from being up so far north. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Now hold it here. When when you you said you were two twenty five, what 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 the heck? You were bigger than that before. How did you lose the weight? Just I fixed
2: my diet. Like I used to. Like my whole life. Like I played football and wrestled, and then when I was done with that, I never changed the workout regimen and the, or I'm sorry, the eating regimen. <laughs> you know but so here are the, last... the workout regimen continued the eating regimen. That's what I, Yeah, do. that's basically what happened. then I, you know, I've always kind of the last few years, always was kind of been a gym rat, but it would get frustrating because it is true that a really solid workout can't, you know, can't outdo a shitty diet. So I just, I fixed the diet part of it. And actually I, for the last year, I just got back in there probably a couple months ago back in the gym. But, for the last year, since last, uh, in December, I haven't touched a weight. I just fixed my diet and it, it, you know, it sh- sure is the devil. You know, we talk about heroin and cocaine and all that stuff. Sure. is
1: just as bad a drug as <laughs> anything else. It's just so. as hard to get rid of. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> no, maybe it's not as addiction. hard. We shouldn't <laughs> say it's as bad, but it's, it's bad because no, I it's get my ba- Pepsi and it's, yeah. No. I drink too many of them. But how yeah. how hard, you know, it ain't easy to eat healthy with being on the road and stuff either like you've been in the past um,
2: uh, To be honest with you, the whole road thing's easier for me because I already have like... uh pre-packaged snacks and stuff and i've only got to oh, be okay. responsible for one real meal of the day and if you go somewhere half decent you can always get like a grilled chicken or sure. you know like i could have philly cheesesteak with no bun you know there's a lot of stuff i could eat that you know, as long as i you know stay away from the fried stuff and the bread i'm good so but all now the that good I'm stuff. Done, <laughs> yeah all the good stuff i mean i might if some i always figure if someone else buys chips and queso or something and and I snack off of that. That's not. That's not cheating because someone else no, paid for it. No, they paid Yeah, you didn't do it.
1: Oh. God, I mean, they just jumped tempted you and twisted your arm. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's kind of like the
2: old politician. You know, it de- depends on what your definition of is is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: oh. anyway. Yeah.
1: So, so- well, I look. Love- Go ahead, bud. <laughs> so always, we, we struggle when we're not together because yeah. we can't point at each other. And this is my question. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? That's
0: all right. What? Uh, you know, you're on David Gravel's YouTube. Um, you know that that has to make you feel pretty good that you're one of the first ones.
1: Well, I think I was the first one. You were the first one, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, David's like David's
2: like family. I worked on him on his stuff when he was just a child and. And all that, and I've always maintained a good relationship with them. And you know, we always seek each other out at the races, and the fam- we, you know our families are pretty close. They adore my girls, and my daughters adore them. So, you know, there's a little more there than just a racer deal. We're just we're, we're pretty tight, and you know, David's I, I give him props. I never understood the whole making money off the social media thing and the youtube oh. crap but you know he's he's, is, is making you the most, he's making the most of it and hey i got no well, problem with a guy making money yeah so, well we okay, haven't figured I, I,
0: out how to do that yet but you know gravel's <laughs> a smart lot smarter guy than what we are so
2: yeah well and he and seems like he's he, he he's he's in the he's in the game so he knows how to you know it seems like he's touched on some stuff that no one else really touches on either, like cost of things and you know the stuff that re- you know everybody wants to talk about surface stuff, you know the things on the surface and rainbows yep. and kittens and puppy dogs, but
1: you know <laughs>
2: it, it, you know it's still yeah. a professional sport we it's crazy everybody's such a hard ass they act like, but when you get a little criticism or You don't want to talk about the tough stuff. Everybody turns into a bunch of pussies. You think, you know, I I got hurt. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine that was a NFL reporter for many years, and Ray Lewis, I don't know if you guys are familiar with football, but Ray Lewis was a hell of a linebacker, all-pro linebacker. He's in the Hall of Fame now for the Ravens. He had this guy up against the wall because he was asking tough questions, you know, by the throat. It's (laughs) like, you know, we can browbeat these professional athletes, but when we start browbeating our own here, everybody turns into a bunch of pussies, and I I don't quite understand that, but... You know, know, it it is what it is. So,
1: (laughs) you know, no—that's you have to realize when when you're talking gravel, doing this, and us doing it, but you throw out. Toby and Bud out into the world, or you throw David Gravel into the racing world, whose name do they recognize It sure as hell ain't you and me? <laughs> yeah, probably David Gravel, because I yeah. know the, bo- the boss called me about an hour ago and he says, hey, we got this hoagie sandwich place
2: that wants to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, hoagies or hoogies or something like that. And I said, oh, so basically you're telling me, because I'm the one with the team with any charisma. <laughs> I gotta do it, and he goes, "Well, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying." I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just tell him to contact me then." So, <laughs> and here oh. you
1: are stuck with us now for a half hour or so. No, that's all right.
0: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So,
1: <laughs> so, how did you get involved in racing, and, and where did it all begin for you? And how long you've been a crew chief? I mean, you've been crew chief and a lot of different guys over the years. Um, my dad,
2: Greg, raced. And he knew a guy from Newton named Bob Weave and they drag raced together. Bob oh, well Bob started racing sprint cars. Yep. And I remember we Bob would today. just we yeah, we would just go up to his shop, you know, and hang out while he was working on the cars and Bob built his own engines and my dad kind of from drag racing always did his own stuff. So they were friends and it just kinda of really snowballed from there. I helped him and then uh oh, when I was a senior in high school I helped uh McCarl and Renfro on the original, 20, I, I call it the original 24 car, because that was the first year, I believe it was the 24, you know, Terry was had the 24 instead of the 27, so okay. I helped on that, and then after I graduated high school, I did a tool and die making program at Des Moines Area Community College to pacify my parents, but I, I wanted to do the racing thing <laughs> for a while, so I did that, and then just kind of snowballed from there. So I've been doing this for money since
1: 1997. Okay. So who have you all crew chief for then? Um, let's see. Back in the day is Leonard Lee. Uh,
2: then my first outlaw deal, Johnny Herrera drove the car. Jason Myers, um, Donnie, back on the family car. Let's see. I tried to quit one year, and I, that, I failed miserably at that. <laughs> um, I've worked with like Shane Stewart, and I worked with Terry on the big game car. And I, I'm, I kind of, it's getting so long, I can't really specifically oh. tell you the year But um, oh, that don't matter. Yeah, Jessica Zemkin. I had to go to ASCS Hell and race with Ricky Logan. I mean, I, I loved Ricky, and you know, representing Lucas Oil and all that. But running 360s isn't really doesn't really get my out. Uh, Peter Ward so um did that Zimkin Gravel Family McCarl or not McCarl Terry I already said Terry uh Madsen or Terry Madsen Ian Madsen Sheldon we kind of resurrected the 17 car there for a while and worked with Ian and I worked with Geo for a short period of time and then um I worked for Parker for a hot Parker Price Miller for a hot second there and I I think that was 2021 I got let go from the 18 car which worked for the Parker family car Parker Price's family car and that was a complete disaster and the old man pulled us off the road and I came home with full intentions of like taking a break and when I mean taking a break I mean maybe finding something else to do because I just burned out and you know not healthy and all that and Brian called me about Brian Ridge, our, our my current boss. Called, uh, I think it was around Memorial Day. Was it? Mem- yeah, Memorial Day of twenty twenty one, and just asked if what I wanted to do. And I'm like, dude, I said if I want to do this, I want to race at high level. And he's like, you want to build something? And I'm like, yeah. Well, what you got? What do you got? So here we are. back at her still yeah still back at her
0: yeah so so now you're you're with the Ridge and Sons and with Aaron Reitzel um how's that whole relationship going
2: how is it going or how did it get going both (laughs) Uh, well Aaron well Linton drove the car for a while or was driving the car when I had to work there and his um agreement or contract was up at the end of the Knoxville season that year and I, I'm not really 100% sure how it went down but I they, Brian, I think Brian's big goal is he wants an outlaw team like a you know and try to build an elite role of outlaw team and it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to run the outlaws but just something of that caliber and Aaron got himself in a little bit of trouble there, as we all know. And, you know, with the whole, change in the sticker, th- the frame thin thing, thin car deal. And the frame debacle, the frame, frame debacle, yeah, the frame debacle, frame gate. So um, we we're just, I was at the shop one day and Brian sent me a screenshot of, of what went down and I'm like, well, there's your guy right there so anyway next thing I know and I, it's probably the statute of limitations is probably passed I can probably tell the story there they went to some undisclosed location at a small little town way off the beaten path in Iowa and ate Mexican and drank margaritas and that's kind of where it all started <laughs> talked about things and what each other wanted to do and blah 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 and Next thing I know, when his suspension was up, he was driving the race car. Well, yep. So we've just been kind of trying to build this thing up ever since.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so pretty good. Now,
1: um, you'll be obviously running with the Outlaws and All-Stars and whatnot, when, I'm assuming, when they're in the area. So are we going to get you up at Houston at all? If you, re- I'm assuming you'll be up here for the high the, banks. The, the high banks, nationals and stuff. Yeah, well, they up their, their they up their
2: purse. The top three, I know it's five thousand to win now. I think you know things change on the daily with us sometimes. But yeah, um, I think when we don't have any, if like if we don't race on the Friday anywhere or don't have a race Sunday or something to go to, and we're in the area, I think we plan on coming to Houston. So, Good. I mean, we're not going to fully commit to the whole season, wow. or we're not going to fully yeah. commit to anything. Yeah, but I but I think if we have an open Sunday and the weather's
1: nice and all yeah, that, don't we'll, don't we'll drive up there when there's we'll, a ninety percent chance of rain or nothing. no, no, <laughs> if I'm it's six or worse,
2: we'll probably just end up at the bar. And, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to end up in bed because I'm old and frail and tired. But, but yeah, I think
1: we'll be up there quite a bit. Probably yeah. a little more than where we were last year. That that would oh, be
0: God. that'd be awesome.
1: I think- then we'll stop down and say hi, and then you'll see who you've been talking to at least. Uh, oh, yeah, come on by. The cooler's always full. Yeah. Well, I'll be down there and I'll push with the old push truck, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: We'll stop yeah. in. We can stop in and say hi probably before we should open the cooler. Yeah, maybe maybe Hoogies can bring some Hoogies.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> with no bread on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no yeah, Leave the break. Bring me, bring me one of those roll-up
0: things. There you go. There
1: you go. A yeah, wrap. <laughs> a wrap. There you go. Wrap. There you go. They're healthier.
0: <laughs> oh. Hey, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. We would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Tanner Phillip Racing, TPR Carts is a family and veteran-owned operation. Their goal is to provide the best pick carts and products at an affordable price. For the everyday racer. You can get anything from a crew chief cart. A self lifting cart. um, Basically a tow cart. You name it. They make high quality stuff. Made in the USA. Made right in central PA. And I tell you what. I've only known Rich now for a little while. But he seems like an absolutely great guy. We love the fact that he's a sponsor, and I hope you guys take a look. Take a look at him on Facebook, Tanner Phillip Racing on Facebook. Also, tprcarts.com. Give them a look. They make great products. All right, we're back with Tyler. So, Tyler, last year at Knoxville you guys almost won the points championship it, it came down to the last race um what was what was your take on the season
2: um I one our intentions at first weren't really to run Knoxville but just certain circumstances trying to build a an engine program with the TRD TRDDl Toyota that's just, it's kind of how it worked out and you know, we somehow found ourselves kind of in the hunt and the point deal. So we just, we kind of stuck around. Um, the last night we probably, we had quite a substantial lead. All we had to do is go in there and be average and we pretty much laid an egg, which, you know, there's, there's a lot of circumstances for why that happened. But at the end of the day, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot and that's the way it is. You just learn and go on. So, you yep. it's
1: kind of how that went. If it was racing, everybody'd be out there winning. If it was easy, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So you talked about the TRD thing. How how tough is that working? You know, obviously, you know, it probably never worked on a TRD or a Toyota before. So how hard is it working on them? I mean, you know, I'm assuming there's good nights and bad nights, just like any other motor, but these are so new to everybody yet. Yeah.
2: They're different. You know, it's still an engine is just an air pump. Yep. Yeah, yeah. This is a little different. And, you know, we're dealing with corporate America. So, you know, you have certain, I'll say boxes you have to check or certain parameters they want you to follow. And then when you check those boxes and if you, if you, if it, if it something works and you like it, it's, it's good, but then they kind of let you go off on your own tangent on how you think it could be. So it, it's a process. It's going to take time. I we're way ahead in what we were when we first got them, and but but we, we're still lacking a little bit. But we got you know they're they're pretty. I mean they're a huge, huge, huge company. Yep. So we have unlimited resources, and between Tommy Ryder, Ryder Racing Engines, and
1: Rick and Jay at Speedway Engines, we got a couple good um, reputable.
2: Oh yeah, builders working on it. Working. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we've we've made a lot of progress. I you know it's like this with anything else. I don't care if you're getting a bedroom set or crankshafts or any of that. It's the the way that things are in the world right now. It's hard to get anything. So I think our biggest holdup is you know when we want to change something, it just takes time.
1: Yeah, that so, was going that was the next thing I was gonna ask. You know, it's you know it's corporate. Toyota you know they it's the same situation everybody else you know you always hear about parts shortages and we had shaver engines on and uh, last week whatever and they're waiting for parts for motors and I mean are they able to get stuff for their stuff fairly quickly or is it still all a waiting game for everybody um the, the, we're in a
2: TRD's in pretty good shape I mean we get our blocks from Germany and um, our heads are from all pro the heads doesn't seem to be holding anybody up cause he does yeah. Held the majority of the Chevy stuff. So, you know, sometimes the rocker arm deal we weighed on and the crankshaft thing we weighed on, but would they have a little more flexibility with they, they can work with some overseas companies on blocks. I know, I, I don't know this probably isn't public knowledge, but we're going to eventually get a, an engine that's actually built, buy TRD
1: themselves and I don't think there's going to be an American company in the, as
2: far as a part in the thing, oh, really? it's just going to come from all over. So that'll be interesting yeah. to see how that works out,
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah. it, um, I don't know. It's kind of have, as far as manufacturer wise, we kind of have the same problems everybody else sure. does, but, you yep. know, but it seems like, <laughs> they're, they're so big that maybe they get rushed to the beginning of the line a little bit
1: here. Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Depending on how hard they want to develop it, I guess, you know, cause yeah. they're in every other form of racing too. So yeah. And they're committed how, and, and
2: usually, yeah. you know, that I haven't seen TRD fail at anything yet. So that's no, right. no, no, that's, they've, no. they've pretty much got it figured out and everything else they've done. So no, they're yeah. real cool. The co- one guy we deal with on the technical side, he's from England. He's a really cool guy. You know, just he's really, really smart, but he's he's got common sense to him, too. And then the other one we deal with is Andy Graves. And the common folk ain't probably going to know who he is, but if you Google him, he was a NASCAR crew chief champion for Terry Labonte for a couple of years. I think he won the Indy 500 as a crew chief you know, some stuff like that. So he's got a huge reputation behind him and quite a list of achievements. And, and he's a cool cat. So no. no. real no. real down to earth. He's just a gearhead, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, that. It, 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 yeah. So, so, you know, when, when you hear Toyota or TRD, everybody thinks you're dealing with a bunch of Japanese engineers, but really we're just dealing with a bunch of gearheads. TRD is yes. actually an American company. So, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's but a people process. don't always realize that. So no, no, it's going to take a little bit. I mean, we're we're way further than what we had, were a year ago and I hope we go to Florida, you know, better than what we were at Charlotte. So
0: Yeah.
2: Well, just it's it's, like, it's, it's a work in progress. Sometimes, you know, it sometimes you get a little frustrated because you don't think stuff's happening fast enough, but if if you look big picture, I think it's it's going to be really really good here in the short term.
0: Yeah. Good. So, you know, with Fulkin's brothers being from Leicester and them being on the car, obviously we we watch Aaron Reitzel. I mean, we've enjoyed watching him since they've been with him, which has been quite a while now. But uh, um, when we watch races, it seems like, you know, if I was driving, which obviously I'm not, but That's a good it, <laughs> it seems like there's a fair amount of smoke for some reason with those Toyota motors. It, does that concern Reitzel when he's driving at all, I mean, it, it would seem to be, you know, is something going on with the motor or, you know, I don't know does that give him any indecisiveness when he's driving the car?
1: Well, at first
2: I think it, it did, but the, I think now just a noisy. So, you know, and we've actually on the smoking end of it, we've we've kind of we haven't completely cured that. But, you know, I'm not going to go into what was causing that or all that. Yeah. but Because it's it's hard to explain over the phone, over a podcast. Well, most of us <laughs> wouldn't understand it anyhow. Yeah. Yes. But uh, we've. But yeah, he it, it doesn't. Because I've asked him, I'm like, can you see when it does? And he goes, no, he goes, I can see it in my peripheral. But he goes, it's just annoying yeah so and then depending on how bad it smokes is how much money you spend at the car wash later but you know they're but they've worked on that and like the speedway trds don't smoke our riders ones do so it but they have a you know they're not they're not using they're using the same parts but some of their specs are different so to speak. Yep. Okay. So we had we had a little head gasket issue, and it was just pressurizing the system, is basically to make a long story short here. And you know, yeah. So it's funny because both manufacturers were having head gasket issues. We were blowing smoke out, but the other, but Speedway, I think they were blowing radiator hoses off. So okay. it was kind of a yin and yang thing. But I think it's just yeah. more of an annoyance. Yeah, I need to start sending these place bills because I know how it is living up north. When I lived at Fargo, the state, the North Dakota state bird was the mosquito. Yeah, we need to to start sending some
1: bills out here on you know getting paid for
2: (laughs) smogging the area. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Send them,
2: send them dirty
1: dogs down a little bit. Oh, that's awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you do you know uh, the? The plans this year i mean i know you said maybe come to houston's a little bit more but any high limits or do you really know Um, what
1: you guys are doing i
2: said this on i think it was jeremy elliott's podcast right before christmas if someone held a gun to my head and asked me he was like hey what are you guys doing i'm just this is just me talking right now i think we'll do the whole high limit thing okay but other than that, if, if we're going to commit to anything, I think it's going to be the high limits. But other than that, we have a I somehow come up with like a one hundred and three race schedule and it wasn't like over driving, you know, between A and B. It wasn't like we were driving 10 hours on a Friday to a Saturday to race. I handed this to boss. I said, this is probably a little aggressive for where we're at as a race team right now. And he goes, well, how many dates are on? And I said, it's like a one hundred. He goes, ooh, that might be a little much. And I said, yeah, it is. But I said Toyota was asking for a schedule, so I just came up with one. Sure. So I think, uh, you know, last year we were going to travel a little more, but we ended up at Knoxville every week in the point deal. I think the plan is to put ourselves in a position where we're not in the point deal at Knoxville so we don't feel like we're committed. I mean that maybe that's yeah, maybe that's just Tyler's wishful thinking because I don't want to be married to one racetrack or one place. Yep. But you know, it just whatever. Whatever's the best for the race team. I mean, we're building our new shop in Knoxville. It's about half done right now. So, um, you know, we might want to stick around for a while so we can get that set up, but I kind of figure, well, you know, when it's, there's a lot of money on the line this year between all star races, outlaw races, and high limit races, oh, even yeah. some open races. So yep. I don't really want to be building a workbench in the shop or something like that when we could be off racing for 20000 to win. We'll work on yep. the shop in November. Yeah, the, the parts can sit on the floor
1: for the summer if they
2: need to. <laughs> yeah, it's racing season, not shop building season. <laughs> yep, yep.
0: Oh, that's right. I
1: actually had 100 races. Above. Well, what did I hear today? Old Danny Dietrich, what he put out a hundred and twenty-some race schedule. He's planning on trying to run. I thought, holy shit, that's that's keeping yourself busy. Yeah, boy, he's ambitious. Yeah, I thought we were a little ambitious, but
2: you know, they have. I think they maybe have a couple more options out there in central Pennsylvania too. Plus, he's the high limit thing. There's twelve there that he's driving for somebody else.
1: Yeah, he's driving somebody else's car. I seen it wasn't going to be that biker car or whatever. Yeah, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, you know, that's, if you got the means to do it, especially this year, we have so many high paying races, if you can, you know, obviously the car owner is not making any money, they just do this because this is their hobby, it's what they do, and if <laughs> they're a good businessman, it's a tax write-off, so, yep. but the, you know, the driver and the mechanic are getting a little, you know, yep. the driver gets half the pie and the the crew chief usually gets some crumbs, so... Why wouldn't you want to race if you know if they're play if there's these places paying us much money? Why not try to go?
1: It's yeah, yeah. Well, and you got to figure a certain percentage of rainouts and whatnot too. You know, there's always gonna be some of them are gonna disappear. But
2: yeah, we we raced seventy times last year, and I don't remember how many times we got rained out, but I don't feel like we got rained out hardly at all, except the beginning sure. of the year, which always yeah, it's a, it's yeah. A it's the spring is always that way. Yep. Yeah, but I know there was times I was rooting for a rain out, we never got one.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting that night off. So in regards to rooting for rain offs a little bit, what's the, what's the toughest part about being a crew chief? Is it just the the in the car going? Is it, I mean, I don't, you know, obviously we ain't a crew chief. I drive a push truck and Bud sits in the stand. So, Well, that's kind of a loaded question because it kind
2: of depends on what, you know, what's happening i think when if you're an outlaw crew chief it's it's keeping everybody happy the crew happy and keep them from fighting each other and you know the driver happy kind of got to coddle some of them sometimes and you know and keeping the car owner interested and want to do it do it you know a lot of times a crew chief it's got nothing to do with turning bolts it's yeah okay yeah so like together more than anything you could say yeah Like like in my situation here with trying to build a race team and trying to help build an engine program and not being in a shop to where we have everything under one roof because we're kind of. We we kind of do now, but we don't have the truck and trailer inside. It's outside, which I know doesn't sound like a big deal, but when you're trying to, when you're trying to get to go to Florida, yeah, when you're trying to work on stuff in there and make it nicer and load up, and it's ten degrees out, it, it's yep. you know, you get where I'm <laughs> going with this, but be a lot nicer yeah. doing a long sleeve shirt or a hoodie or something in the shop. Yeah, exactly. But I th- I think. You know, to answer your question, I think it's just dealing with people's hard part. The racing's easy. Sure. Just keeping people happy and, you know, trying to time stuff out to where you have enough equipment and you have your engines rebuilt, like your favorite engines and whatnot at certain times, you know, it's, it's more of the challenges, the managing part of it between the people and the race team, The, the nut and bolts stuff's easy. Yeah. So that's probably the toughest thing as a crew chief.
1: And, and, and people are tough to deal with in general. Yeah. Yeah, it did. They can, they yeah. Can be well, it's a long
0: season. I mean, that's, that's the kicker is it's, yeah. it's a long season and you're away from family.
2: Yeah. And everybody's up each other's ass all the time. Yeah. And yep. then when you're struggling, that's kind of when you see who's, who's in and who's not. Sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like if yep. you're struggling and everybody just keeps battling and, You know, you can persevere and usually come out the other side pretty good. But if there's a little adversity, everybody starts pointing fingers, whether it's the driver or the crew chief, or guys, you know, passing aggressive comments. And I've been guilty of that too. So, you know, I'll hold my hand up and say I haven't handled every situation the best like I should have. But I think we can all say that. Yeah. Yeah. At some point in time in life. so. So, the toughest part is probably being away from, you know, people you love and, and then just managing people and things. Sure. The yeah. management yeah. end kind of sucked. Gets a little old sometimes.
0: Me about. Um, do you know the first race? What Where you're going?
2: Um, the plan is if everything goes as planned the next two weeks and we get everything done, we're going to be at the All-Star Show in Georgia. Super. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Florida, and then we're gonna go yep. up to. We're actually gonna stay at the Fulkins Brothers there, whatever town that is. It's by Gettysburg, but it, I think it's some little hole in the wall town. Dillsburg, yep. maybe. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I pulled yep. that up. It's not Dillsburg. It's some so, burg or something in yep, Pennsylvania yep, yep. where the Fulkins Brothers has a shop. We're just gonna go there, and I think we're gonna do some engine stuff with. Tommy, I know we're going to run yeah. an engine in, at Volusia and then we're just going to go ahead and whether we have, if we break the track record or for two seconds off, we're going to change the cam in it because we go back to Volusia the 5th and 6th of March. Yep. Okay. So okay. that'll be a good back to back deal. So that's awesome. Now we'll start out with the Outlaws and then head this way in April. And, you know, if it's going to rain at Peebley, we'll be at Knoxville season opener. If it's going to rain at Knoxville, we'll be at Keeley's season opener, <laughs> if it's not going to rain anywhere, um, flip a coin. We'll, we'll just, no, we'll just see how we're doing. I mean, if we're, if we're rolling really good with the outlaws and, you know, having some good finishes, I don't know why we wouldn't go to Keeley and race
0: tonight Sure. So. Yeah. Yep. you bet, you bet. Um, look, told, didn't you say it looked like Aaron Reitzel finally got, to um,
1: yeah. Yep. Said she saw it. He made it to Australia. Finally, I guess. So. Yeah, that was quite a debacle. I'm not really
2: sure what happened, but him and S- Sweet and uh, Sheldon had the same issues. I, yep. I, I think, I think there's a conspiracy theory to where maybe they got, <laughs> you know, some Australian people. Maybe, I, I you oh, know, so. because, because everybody kind of goes over there on holiday, quote unquote. Yep. Yeah. And we think maybe there might be a little shenanigans going on. But, <laughs> yeah. but no, they all made it over there, and he had full intentions of not going. I mean, he come back. He hung out in Texas for a couple of days, two, three days, of course, over New Year's and you know the Christmas holiday. No one's working, so there was no visa stuff. So he just hanging sure. out with mom and dad. Then all of a sudden, he showed back up last week and come to the shop a couple of days and. Next thing I know, he's called. He's like, "Hey, I might go to Australia again." And I'm like, "Well, you need to go." So, yeah, <laughs> get a few laps in. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, all right. Well, the the way we always went uh, went the way we always end this is kind of with some rapid fire questions, Tyler, just to find out some more information from you. So, they're, they're most of them are fairly easy, but if, if you know you can't think of anything, you can just say pass on them, but. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream?
2: Um, I'm (laughs) lactose intolerant, but it would be cookies and cream if I could.
0: (laughs) Uh, Cat or dog person?
2: Um, Growing up, I always had black labs, but through circumstances between being married and divorce and my youngest or, i'm sorry my oldest daughter you get a cat her and her roommate when they were in college that they probably shouldn't have had that tyler inherited i got three cats yeah.
0: <laughs> three cats not a boy i got three cats and i
1: wouldn't <laughs> trade them for the world oh there you, you go hear that quite often about parents inheriting pets from college students yeah. yeah um do you have any hobbies um i like fishing with my dad he fishes
2: not so much anymore now he's in his early 70s he used to Fish bass tournaments and stuff like that. So I used oh, to okay. used to fish all the time. I used to pheasant and I'm back at the gym and stuff like that. But really, racing just consumes <laughs> so much of my time. <laughs> I'm a big sports fan, though. I'm a Minnesota Viking fan and Iowa Hawkeye football basketball fan. And you know, I just I like sports. I don't really like the NBA or you know like you know, March Madness deal, college basketball. I'll watch every game, but I'm not gonna sit down and watch Colgate
1: versus Princeton.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: You know, you know, so.
1: <laughs> I hear you there.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. So um it sounds like you don't have time anyhow, but do you have a favorite movie by chance? Um it's between Major League,
2: good movie. Um, Shawshank Redemption. And I'm, I, I'm not a big movie guy, but I really, for some reason, I really like the new Top Gun. I don't know if it's maybe more recency bias because of that's the last movie I watched. Oh, I, went sure. to the, I went to the theater, but I'd say it's probably in my top five. I really like uh, stuff Robert Downey Jr.'s in. And, you know, I liked Kevin Spacey before I found out he was a creep. <laughs> you know stuff like you know, I like I like I like actors. I don't you know I, sure. I I'd say movie Shawshank and Major Leagues probably my two favorite.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, snow or rain, guy, which do you prefer?
2: Oh uh, sunny and seventy. I'd say rain. I I hate the snow. If honestly, if it wasn't for sprint car racing, I'd be down south somewhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, if uh, this is a music question, if you're going to be stranded on an island. What kind of music would you have to have with you?
1: Guns and Roses.
0: Guns and Roses. Oh, there Where you go. Going?
1: That works. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place you like to go out and eat at? Texas Roadhouse. Yep. How about a favorite holiday? Um, I'm, I'm
2: learning now that my girls are older and I don't have my grandparents around anymore. I'm learning to Appreciate Christmas more, and it's not because my grandparents are gone. I'm appreciate it more. I just maybe I'm getting a little older, and things are getting
1: a little more sentimental. But I would say Thanksgiving, yeah, just because I I got the meaning. I gotta go back to the previous one though. You said Texas Roadhouse. I just have to ask: Do you have the same problem I have that you eat too damn many buns, or you don't eat the buns at all? Well, I'm not supposed to mind. eat.
2: I'm not supposed to eat. I'm not supposed to eat any of them. But here, yeah. every once in a while, when I go, that's always my thing in the back of my mind. It's like, okay, if you're gonna cheat. It's kind of like when you're married. And you have Road to... Yeah, it's kind of like when you're married for a few years and you're sick of her shit. And then you have some gal, maybe, you know, that just you got to make sure that if, if you're going to cheat on your old lady, it's a step make up. Sure it's worth... Yeah, if I'm going to cheat on my diet, it's
1: going to be Texas Roadhouse rules for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I usually eat too many of them then I can't eat myself supper when it does get there. Yeah, I went, me and a, uh, one of my girlfriends I, uh, went out there,
2: I don't know, here a while back. And I don't know, I think we smashed like four or five baskets of them things.
0: <laughs> I'm there with They're you. Terrible. I can eat a ton of those things. So I don't yeah. need the butter. I, I just eat them. They're just going down. Um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Uh, I'd
2: say YouTube.
0: Okay. And then how many speeding tickets do you have?
2: (laughs) Um, The first time, the last one where I've actually had to deal with a cop, I think I had the gravel when I was working for gravel, it was like 2012. But my my boss always tells me all the time, it's like, dude, you got a speeding ticket going into Illinois over the bridge from Iowa. Like, um that they have speed cameras up and certain oh places. sure yeah and i'm like why well, you know that was me but i would say i got like the rig got like three or four of them last year but i don't really know <laughs> if it was me or not
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh.
1: so what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway then oh crap
2: Recently, I I wanted to see how fast our Peterbilt would go without a trailer (laughs) on it. So I had a buddy of mine who's a sheriff meet me at the river bottom out uh, south of town in here. And I'm like, hey, I said, are you the only one out? And he goes, yeah. And I said, I'm going to come flying by you in this black Peterbilt. Don't pull me over, but just radar.
0: (laughs) Don't pull me over.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I had that thing up to like 120 mile an hour.
1: Oh, <laughs> like my you got her geared
2: tall then. And... <laughs> yeah, but then I, I had my Harley back in the day up to oh, it was probably 95 or 100.
1: But that's really about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's still going down the road pretty good, especially in the big rig. So yeah, yeah I, I yeah, when it comes to like speed anymore,
2: when I was a kid, I was always in a hurry, but. One thing I learned from my grandpa of his one of his last words to me a couple of years ago when he passed away was, Hey, you need to slow down a little bit. Yep. So I kind of, <laughs> you know, just chill out.
0: That's right. So yeah.
2: I've, I've kind of, I know that sounds kind of stupid, but I don't, I'm not in a big hurry yeah, to,
1: no, I'm not in a big no. hurry to
2: get anywhere anymore.
1: Slow down, enjoy the scenes, and enjoy life. Yeah. I'll just, you know, if I got to get somewhere, I'll leave earlier. Yep. yep there you go. So um what's your favorite drink or beverage? Alcoholic, non-alcoholic, we don't care. Well, I drink a shitload of water. Yep. Um
2: I'd say either sugar non water, I'd say either sugar free monster, which I try not to drink a bunch of that, but if I'm gonna drink beer, it's Nick Ultra. It's diet beer.
0: Yep. You bet. Last last question. Um, if you if money was no object, is there a certain car that you wish you could have?
2: Ooh. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it would be like a '69 Camaro or some sort of street rod. There you
0: go. Yeah. I, I've always
2: been—I've always loved El Caminos and El Ranchos.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. It
2: might be something like that. And you know, my dad—he drag raced a uh, Chevy two. I can't remember what year it was. I want to say, I don't even remember what year it was. I want to say it was like a 66, but I don't even think that's right. But he had that, but the first street rod that he had when I was born was a 72 Vega GT and it was Hugger Orange. So if my money was no object and that thing's floating around town here somewhere, it's in rough condition. If I, Hell, even if I could run into the guy now, I'd buy it from him and restore it. There you go.
0: That would be awesome.
2: That's
0: cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, Tyler, thanks. Very short notice. So we really appreciate you coming on. Um, Is there anything else you want to say before we let you go?
2: No, just thanks for having me, and next time I see you, just make sure you bring sandwiches. All right.
1: Sounds <laughs> we'll if good. Remember. And, if, <laughs> and if you want to bring chocolate chip cookies, too, we could probably take those off your hands.
0: Oh, do uh, Well,
1: that's a possibility, because I steal some from my mother when I go to the track on Sunday, so. Well, there you go. Still, those still some of them. Still, all of them. <laughs> well, I don't. I leave them a few. I don't want to take them all. So, uh, I yeah. I'll, I'll, if I know you're coming, I'll put in a good word to Mom. Maybe she'll make me an extra dozen. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. Well, well, we wish you the talk. best. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye. Yep, Bye. Bye. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979. Call TRIM at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, Call TRIM at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. You're right, Tobe. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he was a good time. I'm glad he could work it into his schedule, trying to help his daughter and put up with you and me. And
0: <laughs> I think he had more fun talking with us than what he was having. Uh...
1: Well, that don't take much. I say a lot for you and me, but Cause it's us are financial stuff for college, and I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully we're better to talk to than that.
0: (laughs) I know when I filled that crap out, it I hated it. So
1: uh, Oh sucked. Yeah. We're definitely gonna have to stop down and say hi to that gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. Either up at Houston's or when we go down to the nationals or whatever, but
0: Yeah, yeah. They uh you know, and sounds kinda busy. I mean, sounds like they're gonna try and stay with the world of outlaws a little bit and do the high limits and you know, I'm I'm pumped because it sounds like they're going to be at Hussets maybe a little bit more. So, yeah, um, more
1: than last year anyhow. So
0: yeah, I I love watching Aaron Reitzel at Hussets. I mean, he 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 can be really really fast there. So,
1: well, I kind of enjoy all the races mm. at Houston's, and I ain't gonna lie to you because I like the little short tracks.
0: So. <laughs> yep, that's you and me both. So, so anything else? Hopefully so, next
1: week. Next week, they're not forecasting snow for Wednesday, so maybe I get to come over and say hi then.
0: Yep, and uh, <laughs> we, we got a couple podcasts lined up for next week, so we're all set yeah. for next week.
1: And I think next week's going to be fun, too. Uh,
0: yes, next week we have a, a, a first-time deal, so yeah. um, and we've had a lot of big-time racers on, but this one races at a different level than all the others that we've talked to so yep, we're this gonna we're not gonna
1: time in this class so yep absolutely
0: so till next week we'll see you tope yep yep take care bud